always thought-provoking and informative. Forget the spin and media bias from the left and right. We know you are sick and tired of being told what to think, how to act, and what you can and can't do. Direct from the Ustream It Broadcast Network, it's time for another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show with your hosts, J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. Real news and biblical common sense analysis starts in three, two, one. Well, hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us today for another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show. My name is J.D. Williams here in East Texas, and I'm joined there in the Dallas area by my good friend, my co-host, and my brother in Christ, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. How's it going, Terry? It's going pretty good so far, uh, but I'm watching. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, um, today we are going to be taking on, um, again, the book of Matthew, and I'm, I'm going to put it here up on the screen right away. Uh, the coming yeah. of the Son of Man, this is in Matthew 24, verses 29 through 31, and we are going to be addressing this because for the past um, few shows, Terry, uh, we've been talking about Matthew 24, but in the... Um, context of the rapture is yet to come and you know and then there is the moment of the rapture i think that that we covered that as well and now we're going to to be dissecting this particular part of matthew because i think there's a lot of confusion there i think that people Mm -hmm. confuse um uh, they look at it like the rapture has not occurred yet. You've got to go through all this stuff before the rapture mm-hmm. happens. And so we're going to clean that up for them. We're going to explain mm-hmm. it a little bit and um, see if if we can, you know, see if we can make a difference. Because, you know, people read the Bible and, and some, some people cherry pick it. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that we need to read everything in context. Okay. Yeah. It's just, okay. Um, we do have to get some news out of the way. And uh, mm-hmm. now, for the most part, uh, this stuff is going to be international. For the most part, mm-hmm. it's going to be international uh, because okay. of the fact that that's what's really important. What happens to the closer you get to Israel, the closer you get to where you need to be to see what's actually going on in the world. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's let's right. let's start with uh, with this one. This is um, uh, South Korea, actually, and. and This also is going to involve China. So anyway, listen to this first part. South Korea President Yoon Suk-yeol thanked the joint session of the U.S. Congress Thursday for defending South Korea and vowed that his nation will stand with the United States in the global defense of freedom and democracy. Yoon's remarks came after he and U.S. President Joe Biden announced nuclear-armed submarines will dock in South Korea for the first time in more than 40 years. The two countries also will set up a nuclear consultative group that will share information on North Korean threats. Clara Hudson reporting. Okay, now, you know, it seems like Biden is, is wants war with somebody. He's, I, I don't know who he wants it with. I don't know if he wants it with North Korea, if he wants it with China, if he wants it with Russia, if he wants it with Iran. I don't know, maybe even Israel. I don't know. But it seems to me like he wants war with somebody. And uh, the, my backing on that is the fact that why in the world are we sending submarines um, to dock in South Korea after 40 years? It, you know, just to make any sense. But here's, here's the deal. All it's doing, all of the, 
the United States, I believe, is stepping down off the off of the main stage. I really do. I, th- mm-hmm. I think that we're going to be out of it pretty quick. And the country that's stepping up is China. Now, mm-hmm. uh, you may not think much of this thing about the submarines going in there. You know, maybe that's not a big deal, and maybe it's not to us. But it is, I believe, to China, and they're making their own little statement here on this. Mm-hmm. Um, not direct. I mean, they're not saying, you know, okay, it, it's the submarines by themselves, but it's mm-hmm. just a, you know, it's like a one thing after another, after another, you know, another, mm-hmm. one little poke, here's another little poke, mm-hmm. another little poke. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's what China thinks about all this stuff and, and, and something else that they've got going on. So listen to this. China has hit out at a joint statement issued following a summit between South Korea and the U.S. It stressed the importance of keeping peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. Patrick Falk reports. In a press briefing in China's capital, Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning called on the U.S. and South Korea to understand the reality of the Taiwan issue and respect the One China policy. She added that the resolution of Taiwan is a matter for Chinese people and intervention by external forces is unacceptable. Department of Asian Affairs Director Liu Jin-son also met with South Korean Embassy Minister Kang Sang-wook to emphasize the China stance. In a joint statement issued at a summit in Washington, President Joe Biden and his South Korean counterpart Yoon Suk-yeol said they strongly opposed any unilateral attempts to change the status quo in the Indo-Pacific. Okay, so again, you see, the way that China views this stuff is that we are taking the side of Taiwan and that the waters there where we are um, sending our submarines, that has something to do with it. I, you know, I, that's how I read it anyway. Maybe I'm wrong, but that, that that's how I read it. And... In a news report that I got, it uh, says that China has now begun to fly combat drones around Taiwan. And this is inside what would be, if, they, if, if China recognized them as a country, this would be inside that country's territorial waters, you know, mm-hmm. even, even over their shore. But you have to remember, mm-hmm. China does not think they're a country. They think that they're, they belong to China. So um, anyway, uh, this, this is coming out of Taipei, and it says a Chinese uncrewed combat aircraft has flown around Taiwan, the island's defense ministry said, showcasing Beijing's ability to attack its fallback East Coast bases as a U.S. maritime patrol aircraft transited the Taiwan Strait. So you see that they're calling out the United States there on doing something, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, China, which used... Uh, Democratically controlled Taiwan as its own territory has increased military pressure on the island over the past three years as it tries to force Taipei to accept its sovereignty. Um, This month, China staged war games around Taiwan after Taiwan President Tsai Ing-wen met U.S. House Representative Speaker Kevin McCarthy in Los Angeles. Remember, I talked about that several several shows ago. Uh, He added that it was not the first time a Chinese drone has flown around Taiwan, but was most likely the first time it did so entirely within Taiwan's air defense zone. Uh, also, there's a side note here that French President Emmanuel Macron recently warned against being drawn into a crisis and conflict over Taiwan driven by an American rhythm. 
Okay, so, uh, so the world is viewing America in a bad light now. Uh, France, mm-hmm. France is a NATO member. Okay, now mm-hmm. there's a lot of NATO members that are supporting the United States. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to downgrade that, you know, or overlook mm-hmm. it. But mm-hmm. any division within NATO right now, I think, is serious. And I think we've got mm-hmm. enough divisions right now. You know, you got um, not only this, but another, another major division is turkey and and what's going on over there and how they are getting closer to both or to iran to russia and to china and acting in my opinion in my opinion Mm -hmm. they are acting as a spy for those countries um against nato countries so i don't know if you want to comment on that or just let it go well, my quick uh, verbiage on that is uh, that uh, the one world government, which is not yet visible, but is obviously in the wings, uh, is actually uh, orchestrating all of this. Uh, Biden is looking for his next ice cream cone. Biden's not making any decisions. He's not. This is my opinion. Okay. That he 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 wouldn't know a political decision if somebody walked up and handed it to him uh, mm-hmm. with a note, and which he does need notes, by the way. Uh, so no, <laughs> I I think the one world government is orchestrating these machinations that you're watching and and commenting on. Uh, I think they're the ones that are on the other side of the China thing, and I think that's the struggle that's going on. Yeah, and I see it as a strengthening of a future coalition um, because yeah. China is getting itself more and more involved in everything. And, you know, I'm looking at this or at least trying to world news from a Christian perspective. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and I believe that China is a big part of what is coming in the Gog and Magog mm-hmm. war. And in yeah. order to do that, they have to become a, a more major player on the world stage. Mm-hmm. So that brings me to another report. This one is out of Singapore. And mm-hmm. this, uh, the, the headline, China makes small steps on offshore use of one are starting to add up. I don't know if I said that word right. This mm-hmm. is their national currency, the Y-U-A-N, one is, mm-hmm. what I, is how I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, China's currency is slowly but surely being adopted for more international payments, which analysts say could lay foundations for a trade system running parallel to the dominant U.S. dollar. Data showed that more cross-border transactions with China were settled in one in March than in dollars for the first time, and that Argentina said it aims to regularly pay for Chinese goods in, I guess I just ought to say Chinese currency, and not mm-hmm. dollars. While the dollar mm-hmm. dominates world trade settlements, the news comes amid a steadily drumbeat of more and more bilateral deals arranging Chinese currency payments with China from Chinese oil purchases in the Middle East to trade with partners from Brazil to Russia. A quote from this article says, the world's largest commodity exporters and importers, China, Russia, and Brazil, are now working together on using renminbi for cross-border payments. 
That's according to Chi Lo, the senior investment strategist at the BNP Paribas Asset Management in Hong Kong. Last quote on this, uh, their cooperation could draw other countries to renminbi payments over time, and cumulatively, this could group, this group could lift the renminbi at the expense of the dollar. Russia's war on the Ukraine and the resulting Western sanctions has given substance to the push. Suddenly, Russia has come from virtually nowhere to become the the fourth largest Chinese currency trading hub outside China. So you can see their influence is Mm -hmm. definitely growing. And uh, I mm-hmm. think that that all, all plays into a future Gog Magog war. You want to comment on that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the the pieces are coming together, and like I say, what I see overshadowing the whole thing is the one world government uh, coming together, right. coalescing, and uh, China recognizing that. Well, you know that list of countries you called uh, read off the other day with uh, concerning China and the people they're becoming affiliated with. <laughs> you know, the, the yeah. chess pieces are all lining up, and they're all they're all basically from two different powers. It's right. not like worldwide. It's just two different powers are lining things up. Yeah. Well, I saw a report the other day, and by the way, China says that this isn't true, okay? They're the, they're, <laughs> but but they're, they're the only ones that say it's not true, that India yeah. – India – is surpassing them in population. Now, that um, is almost hard to believe. You know, when you look at the size of China mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. look at the size of India, but then again, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of people in India. There really are. I mean, it's a huge... Sure is. The, the, yeah. the population yeah. is incredible. And yeah. on top of that, China has lifted a bunch of the restrictions. You remember how they used to have the one kid policy? You know, you couldn't have a yeah. you couldn't have a yeah. kid, and you were penalized. That backfired on them. Yeah, that you, backfired. <laughs> you you were penalized if the kids you had was female. You know, yeah, that's you know, right. and and they if were you wanted girls for a while, and if you wanted to have another kid, you had to ask the government for permission. Okay, yeah. um, Terry, it's time for you. Okay, so. Oh. Um, what I'm going to do now is, and you know, we do this in the first and the second half of each show. Give Terry two minutes. I call it two minutes from Terry. He's got a brand new, uh, brand new uh, intro for it today. Title, but mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Anyway, here you go, Terry. Two minutes with Terry starts right now. Okay, welcome to the last Christian charge: engaging the sword today. James 1.19, wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man uh, be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Jude 1, verses 1 through 7, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father, and preserved in Jesus Christ, and called, mercy unto you, and peace, and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore 
therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels, which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Romans 1.18 through 32, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Okay, Terry, I've got to break in on you right now, and we'll pick that up in the second half of the show. Um, One thing that jumped out at me was a little bit of a comparison there with uh, uh, Genesis, uh, or not Genesis. Uh, Yeah, a, a little bit maybe. Uh, yeah, just just and a that's touch. What I think. You but, might have been thinking something else, but I was thinking Genesis six when you began to talk. Yeah, well, you know, it it kind of does. Uh, uh, as in the days of Noah, that that's what yeah. was really playing out in my okay, mind. Okay, there you go. Okay, there because, you go. Because. Um, yeah. Uh, everything that was happening back then is happening now, except you know, yes. it's the. Um, uh, Things are things aren't getting better. I'll put it that way. Things aren't getting better, and and the um, the pressure that's being put on by a very small minority is affecting the grand majority. And yeah. uh, I I don't think there's any denying that. I think that's pretty a, pretty much a factual statement. And that you yeah. know uh, they're trying to make what is not biblical uh, the norm, and they're trying to mm-hmm. make the you know, stuff that's never been considered normal. They're trying to make that the new normal. And, you know, yeah. that's my that's my opinion on it. I'm not going to go into any yeah. specifics on that. But, yeah. you know, that's uh, kind of where, where I think things are. Um, now, I do want to mention very quickly the Pope uh, because mm-hmm. um, this has something to do with worldwide immigration, which has something to do with Again, the one world government, you know, it's we keep coming back to this one world government, one world currency. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there is no better way for one individual to control the entire world than if there was one currency. Okay, no mm-hmm. better way, especially mm-hmm. if they can limit the currency to who to what and how they want you to, to spend it and use it. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with immigration. We've got our immigration problems here in the United States mm-hmm. on the southern border. Uh, you can Boy, point howdy. to just about any country on earth, and you see some type of, of an issue with immigration, and the Pope yeah. addressed it. Let's listen to this. Pope Francis is kicking off a three-day trip to Hungary, the first time he's visited the country since becoming pontiff. He's meeting with Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban, whose hardline stance on immigration contrasts with the Pope's outreach to refugees. Giles Gibson reports from Rome. 
Pope Francis will meet refugees in Hungary before sitting down with the country's president and its right-wing prime minister Viktor Orbán. A newspaper that supports Orbán's Fidesz party framed the Pope's visit as an endorsement of the government. Orbán has brought in tough border controls during his time in office, such as building a fence on Hungary's border with Serbia during the 2015 migrant crisis. In contrast, the Pope has spoken out compassionately about migration time and time again, calling for more legal routes for people to claim asylum in Europe. Giles Gibson, Rome. Okay, I have no problem with legal immigration, which he he stated there in the very last part Mm -hmm. of that report. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do have a problem with illegal immigration. Um, I do have a problem with the fact that the vast majority, and again, this is a fact. You can check it. Mm -hmm. Just look it up. The vast majority of people that are coming across our southern border right now are male. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not families. We're not separating families. Mm-hmm. We're not putting kids mm-hmm. in pens or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But over 90% of the people that are coming across our southern border are male, and we have no mm-hmm. vetting of them. We have no idea why they're coming mm-hmm. here. They are claiming they're coming for work. Great. I understand that. I really do. But Get a, you know, just do this legally. Do it legally. Yeah. A lot of people have done it legally. So, you know, let's do it legally. All right. That's, that's my only, that's my only thing there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I want to get into Matthew. So I'm going to put this up on screen and Terry, uh, if you can see it, I'm going to let you read it. This is Matthew 24 mm-hmm. verses 29 through 31. The coming of the Son of Man, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Okay. Now, again, I believe that there's going to be confusion on this. I really do. And, you know, you got immediately after the tribulation. I guess I ought to put this back up on screen again. While I'm while I'm reading through this again, for those of you yeah. that are seeing this in visual form, you you can see it. And anybody mm-hmm. that wants to remember, you can always go to www.lastchristian.net. It's www.lastchristian.net, and you can see all of these presentations in video form. You can see everything that we put up on screen, mm-hmm. like the scripture that's on screen right now concerning the coming of the Son of Man. Now, mm-hmm. uh, in verse 29, Terry, it says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun mm-hmm. will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. Mm-hmm. The stars mm-hmm. will fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven will be shaken. Mm-hmm. This is immediately it, it just like it says in the first two words immediately yes. after the tribulation this is not something that we are looking mm-hmm. forward to right now where we shouldn't mm-hmm. be looking for now for this but mm-hmm. instead immediately after the tribulation is that not correct that is correct and that uh, agrees completely with first uh, Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 10 which says we believers are not appointed under wrath if it says after the tribulation the wrath has fallen so we're not a part of the wrath so right. that means we're, we weren't there when that happened 
<laughs> right. Exactly. And, you know, but a lot of people, um, and I'm, I'm sure you've heard this because you've written oh, on, sure. on the subject, um, but a lot of people look at this and say, okay, well, Matthew 24 makes it clear that the rapture comes later or midway or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and they, they point to this specific group of Scripture here as their, as their ammunition for that. And mm-hmm. I don't see it. I mean, I, I, can, I understand why on a first read you might come across it like that, but mm-hmm. when you really you dice it, it up again, if you can bring it oh, up, oh yeah, again, ab- absolutely, word. absolutely. There's there a keyword that helps us. There's a keyword that helps us to understand the confusion. Okay. Uh, in verse thirty, in verse thirty-one, it says, "And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet." Of course, uh, Paul says in First Thessalonians chapter four, uh, Jesus will descend uh, with a shout and with the sound of the sound of the trump or the trumpet. Okay, so you say, "Oh, well, there it is," but right. that is a different one. In order to understand that, you need to go back to Numbers and to look out when God formulated uh, the, the the and gave the order for the making of the trumpets, and He gave the order for which they would be blown when when and so forth. So when it says the last trumpet uh, in other references to the rapture, what it's talking about is there were various measures. And when the last trumpet was blown back in those days, back when Moses and the children of Israel were moving, when the last trumpet was blown, that was the trumpet for the order to move out. Right. The last trumpet. So, So when it says the last trumpet, because there are lots if you read through Revelation, there are lots and lots of trumpets. Right. Well, any one of them could be considered as an example, a quote unquote, last trumpet for that particular movement. Mm-hmm. But this is where the confusion comes from. They see the word trumpet and immediately they say, oh, well, that's when the rapture happens. Right. You know, right. Rapture's well, you already, know, already happened. And right. we know and that I, because of the wrath. I point to... Um, the same verse that you were talking yeah. about, and we'll, we'll get into this. We'll get into this the second half of the show a little bit more, okay? Sure. But mm-hmm. um, I point to the last to that last verse that you were talking about, and this mm-hmm. again, this is Matthew twenty four twenty nine through thirty one, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll read the whole mm-hmm. verse here, thirty one, mm-hmm. and he will yeah. send his angels with a great. Uh, sound of a trumpet. Okay, that's that great sound that you were talking about, yeah. and that we yeah. keep talking about. You know, Jesus will shout, the trumpet will play. You know, mm-hmm. all that. We talk, mm-hmm. so I understand where people are coming from to that point. Okay, but yeah. there's a comma after that with a great sound mm-hmm. of a trumpet, comma. Okay, and mm-hmm. then, okay, and they will gather yeah. together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Show me the word world. In chapter thirty-one, do you mm-hmm. see the word the word world in no. chapter thirty-one? No. Do you see the no. word earth in verse no. thirty-one? Okay, but no. you do see very clearly that his elect from one four one. Oh, I'll get it right in a second. His elect no. from the four winds from one end of what? One end of what? Heaven. One into heaven to the other. So, in mm-hmm. other words, the rapture has occurred. The seven years of tribulation have been completed, and now he mm-hmm. gathers his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. All of the saints, mm-hmm. 
Okay, mm-hmm. everyone who has believed mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ, it was at, at mm-hmm. least at the, by the time of the rapture of the church, anyone mm-hmm. that may have died after that, okay, that mm-hmm. has accepted Jesus Christ. And now he's mm-hmm. gathering them all together to come back for that final mm-hmm. conclusion. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. we are at the end of the first part of the show. As I said, we'll get right back into this as soon as we get into the second half of the show. Um, mm-hmm. Again, if you ever uh, miss an episode, or you want to see it in visual form, or whatever, just learn about us, go to www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net. Also, any of the affiliate stations that are carrying us, we're happy that you're listening to us there. We'll be back in just a minute with the second half of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Attention podcasters, influencers, media personalities, content creators, and aspiring or existing radio personalities. KRRB Revelation Radio now offers the opportunity to broadcast or syndicate both new or existing shows to all 50 states and more than 160 countries around the world. And if you currently operate a radio station, we offer you the opportunity to add several popular shows in virtually every genre for broadcast on your station. Choose programming from 30 minutes to two hours with each internationally syndicated show adding quality content sure to grow your listening audience. We even have excellent optional services to help you promote your show or station. These services are not only designed for audio use on the radio, but also include tools for use on social media, even YouTube. For more information, visit www.revelationradio.net or email the YouStreamIt LLC broadcast network at office at YouStreamIt.net today. And welcome back to the second half of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Again, my name is J.D. Williams here in East Texas, and I'm joined here in the Dallas area by my co-host, Mr. T.L. Farley. And Terry, um, we ended the first half of the show in Matthew, um, and that was uh, chapter 24, and we ended it in verse number 31, and we were just simply out of time. I, I couldn't give you any any time to respond to what I said uh, but mm-hmm. just as a quick recap, I'm looking at verse 31 where it says in the second half of the verse, and they will mm-hmm. gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. My first question mm-hmm. to you, and mm-hmm. honestly, this question hit me as I read the verse, believe it or not. Sure. Okay. Yeah, and, no, that's the way it works. Yeah. And they will gather together his elect. Now, who is they exactly? Or do, do we have any his, his idea? Angels. Okay, that's his what angels. I thought. That's what I thought. But I, I just wanted I, I wanted you to comment on that. So anyway, sure. tell me, am, am I uh, looking at this incorrectly as far as they will gather together his elect from four winds of heaven, from one, or from one end of heaven to the other, and uh, meaning only those in heaven, in other words? Um, yeah, you can, you can, I, I wouldn't be hard and fast about it. And the reason being, um, a, another picture that gives us another shot of that particular moment is uh, Revelation 19, where it talks about Jesus coming and he speaks about that. I think it's in, I'm trying to remember somewhere in Matthew 24, where it talks about him coming. It's in these next following verses after it describes the rapture. Uh, it describes him coming back as lightning from the east, from the west. Right. It says every eye, every eye will see him. Um, and so we understand and says that in Revelation 1-7. Uh, it says it in Zechariah. 
Uh, so we understand that everyone is going to see Jesus when he comes back, right. and we will be with him. We will be yeah. with him when it happens. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's, again, when you go deep enough into it, you begin to see the solid ground that the Lord laid in, in putting these verses in here. Right. So I am uh, just convinced, you know, um, I, I don't know. As I said, I'm not a prophet. I don't mm -hmm. never claim to be. I'm not yeah. a, um, you know, I'm not a Billy Graham. I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not a super scholar or anything else. Now, Billy, Billy um, would never have claimed to be a prophet. No, he wouldn't. No one would. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. And, and no, 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 no good, yeah. proper, right Christian uh, who preaches or or witnesses or anything is going to tell you, "Well, I'm a prophet." Well, uh, uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna drop one of my famous stories on you here. Okay. Yeah. And well, actually, it's not a story. It's a it's it's an email I got, and this is yeah. this is in this is internal. This is family, and I'm not yeah. going to tell Testimony. you. This I'm is not, testimony here. Yeah. I'm, well, I, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to call it that. Uh, this <laughs> this is this, this is inner family stuff going on. Okay. Okay. And um. It well, there's no easy way to say it, so I just want to identify the person by name. How's that? Yeah, okay. that's good. Okay, I have a sister who mm -hmm. uh, is not getting along well with my mother, and okay. she blames a lot of her problems in life on mm -hmm. uh, things that she states happened in her early childhood that nobody mm -hmm. else in the family. Uh, knows anything about okay mm -hmm. and she has attended a church mm -hmm. in iowa okay and the pastor of that church is tell her uh i hope your hat doesn't blow off when you hear this okay but a <laughs> okay. um a uh, pastor has told her that because of everything that she encountered as a child that not even Jesus could help her with that. Oh, man. That's coming from a minister. Okay, no. it makes me sick to my stomach. Okay, and it, and it should. And you can assure her if she has any. Oh, chance I, no. There's no communication with her. Yeah. There's no. There's no communication well, with her. Well, you never know. She may by accident get it, stumble on it. But, uh, <laughs> and and for anyone else who is suffering under that same delusion, uh, there isn't anything Jesus can't handle. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, and it goes deep, folks. I understand people fight and there's confusion. And, mm -hmm. oh, but I, I've got news for you. Jesus can handle it. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, uh, it always blows my mind when people say that Jesus can't do something. Or that yeah. God can't do something, or God can't, you know, mm -hmm. it's, God can't mm -hmm. do that. I mean, he, he, it's just, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't make sense. He can't do it. Okay. So he can create everything from nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and he can even count the number of hairs that are on an animal or yeah. the number of hairs that are on our head, even though I don't have many left. Yeah. You know, it's an easy job for him with me. So, you know, um, he can do all that, but he can't. Uh, I'm sorry. There isn't any can't. There isn't any can't yeah. in in what yeah. Jesus can yeah. do. Okay. There's yeah. just not. Yeah. There's just yeah. not. 
Okay. Um, I want now to uh, get back into the news a little bit, and then we'll hopefully have a couple of minutes left to to get back into Matthew 24 again. And just to let sure. you know, we're going to continue Matthew 24 in following shows, um, and we're going to begin to get in, beginning with the next one, Matthew 24, uh, verse number 32. 32. Yeah, that's when it, was, it, it gets kind of good, okay? Uh, yeah. So you know, Amen. let's 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 prepare ourselves for that. If the good Lord gives us another show, okay. Yes. And Amen. I don't Amen. say that lightly. I just don't. Okay. No. Uh, let's listen to this report uh, coming out of the uh, ongoing conflict, uh, Russia and Ukraine. Listen to this. Air raid sirens have sounded across Ukraine after Russia launched a new missile attack on parts of the country. At least 16 people have been killed, with authorities warning that number could climb as search and rescue operations continue. Trent Murray has the latest. A wave of cruise missiles were fired across Ukraine in the early hours of Friday, with some of the country's biggest cities struck. In the port city of Dnipro, a mother and her young child were killed, while in the central city of Uman, a high-rise apartment block was struck, killing four. Explosions were also heard in the capital, Kyiv. Ukraine's defense ministry said that 23 missiles were fired in total. However, newly delivered air defense systems from the West were able to shoot down 21 of them. It's been over 50 days since Russia fired missiles at the capital, Kyiv. Some military analysts say it could be a sign the Kremlin's missile stockpiles are starting to dwindle. Trent Murray, Berlin. Their stockpiles are not starting to dwindle. And if they did, China would send them more. North Korea would send them some. Iran would take them. So, you know, all these experts are saying Russia's having such a hard time. They need to sit down and shut up because they just let, don't get let it. Me, let, me throw, let me throw this in. How many missiles did you say are surrounding uh, Israel? A quarter of a million, better known as 250,000. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to run out. I don't no. think they're going to run out. Very no, I don't either. Okay, um, but to go along with that report, uh, Russia, uh, it says here, Russia hurled uh, missiles at cities across Ukraine as people slept, uh, this according to uh, Reuters. Uh, one, of, one of the people there uh, said, my neighbors are gone. No one is left. This is uh, Sir Hill Lubezinski, 58, who survived the latest missile attack inside a flat on the seventh floor, he was rescued by firefighters from the balcony where, where he escaped with his wife and after the explosions rocked their front door. Officials said at least 23 civilians were killed, including four children, with an estimated 109 people living in the part of the block that was hit and 27 flats completely destroyed. An elderly woman whose uh, daughter and two grandchildren lived on the ninth floor they are gone. A man with his son lived on the eighth floor. They are gone. A woman with her daughter lived on the seventh floor. They are gone. A young family lived on the sixth floor. Their son was lucky. He's alive. Moscow said it has targeted locations of Ukrainian reserve troops and had struck them successfully, preventing them from reaching the front. It supplied no evidence to support this. The war is coming to a crucial juncture after a months-long Russian winter offensive that gained little ground despite the bloodiest fighting so far. Kiev is uh, preparing for a counteroffensive, or so they say. Uh, one thing noted here, it says, As soon as there is God's will, the weather, and a decision by my commanders, we will do it. That is a, a quote about a counteroffensive from one of the generals on the ground there. Now, here's a report 
which tells me, again, that we're getting closer and closer and closer to the coalition coming together. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you've got to, you know, the, the Russian people are sort of divided on this, on this war. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, it's got, don't get me wrong, it's got a lot of support, but it also has detractors, okay? But yeah. One thing that will unite a country faster than anything is when you do something to that country that the citizens themselves feel. Example, mm-hmm. 9-11. Okay, I can't yeah. imagine. I, there, there was another, uh, mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor is another mm-hmm. example of, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I don't care where somebody is on the, on the political realm, when something like mm-hmm. that happens, it unifies the entire country. Okay, you are set ablaze by it. Okay, so here is a report from the Jerusalem Post. The Ukraine has attempted to assassinate Russia's Putin via drone attack. Wow. Uh, Now, I cannot, if, if you, I want you to picture this for a second. What if it had succeeded? What if it had succeeded? Do you think mm-hmm. Russia's going to say, oh, okay, I guess you got rid of our guy, so you know, now all is good. We'll put somebody else in place, and we'll all be, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give each other a hug and kiss, and we're fine. Do you really think that's going to happen? Or do you no, think it's going to no. unite Russia? Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what it would do. Yeah. Okay, so it says the Ukrainian Secret Service attempted to assassinate Russian President Vladimir Putin with a drone, but the attack failed when the drone crashed. Uh, before reaching him, a German newspaper, B-I-L-D, reported that. Um, Bill. Mm-hmm. Bill, okay. Uh, last week, our intelligence officers received information about uh, Putin's trip to the industrial park in Brudneva. I even managed to get a map of the trip around the park. This information was indirectly confirmed by Putin's personal correspondent in his telegram. Um, this guy also writes, he said, accordingly, we launched a kamikaze drone, which flew through all the air defenses of the Russian Federation and fell not far from the industrial park. According to Bild, uh, private Russian media confirmed a drone crash in a village east of Moscow, close to the Rudneva industrial park. In February, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said he believes that Russian President Vladimir Putin will eventually be killed by a member of his inner circle. So you can see what his plan was. His plan was to take the guy out by drone and then blame it on an internal struggle. That, that was yeah. what was going to happen. Okay. Yeah. And obviously, that's not a good idea at all. No. I got to throw a footnote in. Uh, it's built like a B-I-L-T. Uh, the D is pronounced like a T, so it's built. Okay. And I, it's from my German days when I was in the Army over there. Yeah, and it you came did, back yeah. to me as you were talking about it. Yeah, built. you, you yeah. served in the Army over in, in Germany. And um, as a matter of fact, um, we didn't talk about that particular thing. Uh, but Terry did a um, podcast with me um, that will be playing on the um, Last Christian podcast. This coming up Wednesday night uh, at 7.30 mm-hmm. p.m. That's uh, on Revelation Radio. Mm-hmm. And um, also all the podcast uh, networks that carry mm-hmm. uh, the Last Christian podcast. Uh, you can go to www.lastchristian.net and you'll find it there. Um, and I've got a major announcement that goes along with that 
on that podcast. Okay. So you, you guys tune in for that, and, and you'll see it. Terry, mm-hmm. I want to go ahead and give you your two minutes now, and then we'll we'll go ahead and close okay. out the show with, with uh, the rest of the information that I have here. We're going to come back to Russia a little bit. But anyway, I want to give you uh, your two minutes now, sir. So uh, you are up right about now. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like a corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to the uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. God bless. Um, Terry, I'm not going to get into this really deep, okay? But a lot of what you just read there applies so much to what is going on in the world today. Um, People argue about this very subject, and they say that God doesn't talk about it, and God does talk about it in the Bible very, very clearly. So to anyone that that understood what Terry just said, was, was talking about there and could apply it to the world. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. Okay, no. uh, Terry, I want you to make that book, chapter, verses very, very clear. I want you to read that because I want people to go to the Bible and read this for yourself and put it into practical use today in 2023. Go ahead, Terry. What what uh, what is the book chapter and verses you just read? That's Romans, the book of Romans, chapter one, verses eighteen through thirty-two. That's Romans chapter one, verses eighteen through thirty-two. Okay, thank you so much for that. Because uh, again, um, I'm not I'm, I can't comment on it because uh, of cancel culture. Okay, yeah. I can't I cannot comment on it but understand i would love to okay just uh, just understand the bible is true okay amen 
Okay. Um, getting back a little bit here to uh, Russia, to um, the Ukraine. Um, again, I believe that Russia has got to ultimately defeat the Ukraine in order to unite all those countries that are around it to come down and uh, start the Gog and Magog war. And really quick, I'm going to put this um, this map back up. We used it the other day. This is the mm-hmm. Middle East. And uh, if you look up there in the very center at the top, you see Russia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, below mm-hmm. that, you, all these countries that are involved in all this stuff are right below Russia. And yeah. Tur- Turkey, we know, is a part of that Gog and Magog uh, coalition. Iran, you can see the size of Iran. They're definitely involved. Iraq is going to be involved. Syria is going to be involved. And if you look down from Syria just just a little bit to the south and west, you will see this little bitty spot called Israel. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it just it makes sense that Russia has got to take care of those those countries, at least have them in line and be aligned with them in order to make that attack. And so I don't see any way in the world that they lose in the Ukraine and are still able to put that group of countries together. Do you? No, 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 not at all. Okay. So um, now Armenia, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big historian, I guess, on Armenia. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. Armenia has confirmed a meeting with Azerbaijan, and I'm not really familiar mm-hmm. with, with them either. Still mm-hmm. a place and date to be determined. Mm-hmm. But um, what interested me here about this report is that this has gotten Russia's attention. It says the official representative mm-hmm. of the Russian foreign ministry uh, said earlier in the day that the meeting was expected to be held in Russia. So that means mm-hmm. that they, they're buddies. Okay, and so they're mm-hmm. going to be part of whatever Russia comes up with. That, that's how I read that. Uh, you have yeah. any comment on mm-hmm. that? Uh, no, there's no way to know exactly what's going on. Um, Armenia uh, has been um, has gone through uh, horrible things over the last se- century and a half or so. Uh, population was almost completely wiped out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there's there's a lot going back and forth, uh, but you can see. Uh, with Russia hosting the meeting, that right. they're definitely involved in in working this thing out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, now, I, I told y'all about this. I mean, it was kind of like a passing thing in the last show. I told you that uh, Iran had seized a oil tanker, and uh, since yeah. then, a little bit more information coming out about it. This oil tanker was actually uh, supposed to come all the way over to the United States and was supposed to dock in Houston. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I heard that, yeah. Yeah, anyway, here's a little bit. This is just a real quick report on it. Iran seized a Marshall sure. Islands-flagged oil tanker in the Gulf of Oman in international waters on Thursday, the U.S. Navy has said. The latest in a series of seizures or attacks on commercial vessels in the sensitive Gulf water since 2019. The U.S. Navy identified the vessel as the Advantage Suite, which, according to Refinitiv ship tracking data, is a Suez Max crewed tanker which had been chartered by oil major Chevron and had last docked in Kuwait. Harry Michaels reporting. Okay, I just wanted to throw that in there to let you guys see that Iran is steadily 
doing things to test the world. And, um, you know, uh, here they have seized tankers, and that's not the first time they've done it. Uh, they have no. they, they have done this on numerous occasions, and the world does nothing. You know, they yeah. do absolutely nothing. All right, a uh, little bit more news here for you. The Palestinians have blasted the um, European Union Commissioner President for saying that Israel made the desert bloom. Uh, um, they're just jealous jealous. the quote here um, is that and this is from the the president of the EU commission Mm -hmm. he said today we celebrate 75 years of vibrant democracy in the heart of the Middle East 75 years of dynamism ingenuity and groundbreaking innovations you have literally made the desert bloom the Palestinian Authority uh, den- uh, denounced the remarks as racist and demanded no. that the European Commission president apologize to both the European citizens and the Palestinian people. The state of Palestine rejects the inappropriate, false, and discriminatory remarks by the president of the European Commission, uh, Ursula von der Leyen. Uh, that's her name, I guess. Uh, particularly the uh, made the desert bloom anti-Palestinian racist remark. The Palestinian Ministry of Foreign Affairs said such propagandist discourse dehumanizes and erases the Palestinian people and falsifies their rich history and uh, civilization. Um, Naim said in a statement that the establishment of Israel 75 years ago was not a dream come true, but rather a nightmare that is still hanging over the hearts of the Palestinian people who are still paying the price for this sin committed by Western countries. Uh, Well, okay. Uh, Again, I say this many times. If Jerusalem was really so important to Islam, why isn't it mentioned in the Quran even once? That's right. Think Amen. about that. Okay. Um, then you have the Iranian foreign minister. The Zionist collapse is near. Uh, he says, I received accurate uh, situation assessments from Nazarul and confirmation that the Lebanese and Palestinian resistant groups are in their best condition they have ever been. Uh, He says, all positive developments in the region will lead to the collapse of the Zionist entity. The Zionists only understand power. We support the resistance and the fight against the Zionist enemy. Iran will stay with Lebanon even in difficult times. Our region is entering a new phase of cooperation. So, um, you know, they keep saying that they're about to mm-hmm. attack Israel. Well, you know, I, I keep I keep telling people this all the time. You know, um, if somebody if your enemy is telling you that he's going to hit you in the mouth, he's probably going to hit you in the mouth. You know, yeah. And, and they're saying that they're going to attack Israel. They got two hundred and fifty thousands, a quarter of a million missiles pointed at Israel. They're not there mm-hmm. just for looks. Okay, they're not no. there for appearance. Uh, so, wake up. Um, then yeah. you have this report, the National Security Advisor, this is Israel, if Iran's yeah. uranium enrichment continues, Israel will act. It says, if the intolerable uranium enrichment continues, 
uh, Iran is in trouble. For several years, it has been unable to respond to the blows it's been receiving from Israel. Zero practical success. It is practically isolated. And what has been happening lately is that Iran sees that Israel is encroaching on it thanks to the promotions of relations with Morocco and the United Arab Emirates. We have already forgotten that there was a negotiation between Iran and world powers which has, in essence, ended. If the negotiation does not end in an agreement and the U.S. does not act independently, which we hope will happen, Prime Minister Netanyahu will work, in my estimation, to destroy the nuclear facilities in Iran. If he does not do this, Israel will face an extra-central threat. And I agree with that. I think the time is drawing near. I believe that that attack is going to happen one way or the other. Somebody's going to hit. And when that happens, that's when all hell breaks loose. Okay, that's just that statement. Uh, Terry, you want to mention anything? you got about 30 seconds. Yeah, uh, folks, there is hope. It's called the rapture. Jesus said he will come back and get everyone who believes in him, the dead in Christ rising first, then we who are alive and remain to be caught up with them and to ever be with the Lord. Don't miss the greatest ride off this earth. You can Google T.L. Farley Books or Bing it, T.L. Farley Books, and it's Blast Off for PMR, edition five. Amen. And I do recommend you get it because that's going to point you to Scripture. And anything that points you to Scripture, I'm for it because we're looking for that last yeah. individual to accept Christ before the rapture of the church. Now, if the yeah. good Lord gives us another another show, we'll be back. Uh, again, we appreciate <laughs> all the all the affiliates carrying the whole hour now. We really do appreciate that. So wherever you're yes, listening to us, whatever you. day or night, uh, we really yes. appreciate you. And we'll be back next time as as long as the Lord doesn't call us home. In the meantime, uh, pick up a copy of the Bible, uh, share it with your friends, and we'll see you next time on The Last Christmas. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds. <laughs>